So, because I like her, I, I would recommend you, you buy. No. Do I recommend you buy? I think, yeah. If 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 you, you're still hopeful in the corporate space, yeah. But if you're, you're cuckful and you want out of the corporate space, I don't think this one is the one. I don't think this book is the one. I think the second book, though, is the one. And with that said, three out of five. And I would gift it to my niece who is currently in uni and i think like she would use something like this i would not gift it to a friend who's who's been working in the corporate space for a good six seven years so yeah that is sikhe bolani's we are the ones we need thank you so much for joining in on my podcast again i hope i did not ruin the book for those who have not read it because i think it's worth a read for some and that's that. Thank you so much. We have been booked up. Bye. Hi everyone and welcome to my second episode of Booked Up with Naledi Mtichane. Today we are booked up with Sikhe Bolani's We Are The Ones We Need. And I'd like to just say thank you so much for joining me again, especially the people that were here from the first episode, my friends and family who gave me feedback and inputs on how to polish and somewhat make this podcast nicer, I guess. Um, I appreciate everyone from taking the time to just listen to the podcast. So I'll get straight to the point because the last podcast was a tad bit lengthy and I just, you know... It, it got out of pocket real quickly <laughs> so this one trying to get it more organized and more straight to the point we are booked up with Sikhe Bolani's like I said we are the ones we need so on the outside it says it's the war on black professionals in corporate South Africa I feel like that that sums it up pretty nicely because it's about Sikhe Bolani's personal experience working in corporate South Africa so she worked in a bank and this book is basically about her experience working in the bank. She touches a bit about um, her personal life, her mother, and how her child was conceived. She has a daughter. And it's weird that as much as this book was not about the daughter and her mother, I found myself more curious and gravitated towards that part of her life only because I felt like her mother was strong, her mother was resilient, herself as a woman as well, Sikhe Bulani, she went through a lot as a mother and um, becoming Sikhe Bulani, I think also. Um, so she touches a little, like really, like it's not much about her personal life and how work was affecting her at home with her child and her schooling. And I found myself more um, invested in that than the chaos that was happening at work. So without giving too much away about this book, it's basically about her experiences working in the bank and how corporate, well, the bank that she was working in, I don't want to generalize and say corporate South Africa, but the bank that she was specifically working at, how white it was and how male it was and how it's not not actually i'm gonna use the word exploited and how exploited she felt at work even though those were not the words really used on the book but that was the tone given in terms of money she 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 also wasn't paid what she felt like she was worth 
um, the treatments as well. Um, you know, when you are in corporate spaces, I think there's also like something I can relate to when you're in a corporate spaces in terms of racial differences, they are there. We don't speak about them because we try not to acknowledge the fact that there is a racial line at work. Um, in terms of management as well, in terms of our colleagues and whatnot. So she spoke a, a, a tad bit about that and she made references. I mean, she named people, she shamed people on this book, which I thought was cool. And it was just her mere experience working there at the bank from, you know, having a racial campaigns, not campaigns per se, but having a race a racist person perform at the bank and having that be a thing, you know, having her being overworked and whenever she would raise an issue in a case of, you know, mistreatment or, you know, something that is unjust, it would actually be used against her. So if you had an issue with the HR person, the HR person is actually friends with the person that you're reporting or even if they're not friends, but because they're white, they're going to side you know, together, and then you're going to be the problem child. And I feel like that's actually quite true because HR is there for the people, human resources, whatnot. But if we're being honest, HR is there to protect the company, not the employees per se. And that was her a whole experience and a half and her having an opinion, her having a voice and um, not just being easily pushed over and not easily taking things made working there a lot more harder um i think when you're opinionated and when you you don't let people use you and you don't let people treat you some other way your mere existence becomes a problem regardless of how good you are at your job regardless of how well you do you know you could be the best person in the organization like doing the most amount of work but the fact that you're not a pushover, the fact that you're not just Jay, you know, willing to be fucked with or played with, you become a problem. So that was her whole experience. My book club actually overbooked ZA. Go check them out on Instagram. We actually read this, I think, two years ago. Um, and I had read it prior to that. I think I had read that a year before we read it on the book club. So for me, I really feel like on entry level people going to corporate this is a very um, informative book because it also gives you that notion that you're just there to work um you 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 are this is not your company i think a lot of people misunderstand this thing especially management black management they tend to to be like pets they behave like pets to to like I don't want to use race in this podcast, but they tend to be like a pet and mistreat the other black folks working with them or for them in a way. So for me, I feel like this book is great for entry level people going into the corporates, um, merely based on the fact that there were no solutions. I feel she told us a lot of her struggles and most of them I could relate to. It's issues that are there. I'm, I'm not ruling anything out. It's true. I don't feel like she was gaslighting anything. It Like corporate really is like that. But for me, I felt I would have loved more solutions. Like I read Vusitembe Guayo's, um The Magna Carta someday. That had a bit of, you know, solutions. I read The Capitalist Nigger 
you know that that had solutions on us black folks being consumers and employees but how can we change that and with Sikhil Bolani's book that's what my problem was there was no solution in terms of how do we move forward from this you know unjust environment this toxic environment and you know how do we then you know strive to be better than the the the, the place that we're in so for me that was my biggest problem with it so that's why I feel like entry level because when you get to a job you must know what you you're there for a reason you came there alone don't be you know now a freedom fighter <laughs> you're trying to you know don't you're not there for that personally i feel that especially for somebody that i feel like i'm not in corporate for a long time I'm just there for a good time so even when it's not a good time i make it a good time so i can just keep it pushing so for me i felt like this book could have used more solutions but i understand why it was like that because it was her personal experience working at the bank at the end of the book she lived and she wrote this book and then lived and i know i've actually sent her a dm before i think a year and a half ago speaking to her about this book and wanting to talk about it on my youtube channel which never really happened because i was very mean and i was in a bad space and i just couldn't do anything positive at the time so i ended up not posting that video that i had recorded but i had her give me an input on it and she did tell me that no it is because of her personal experience that's why it came the way that it came because at some points it felt more like a rant you know when somebody's complaining it felt like more of a rant and i would say that was a good two fifths of the book that felt like that so she did mention that she's writing a second book she is a motivational speaker now she's writing a second book where she is um empowering people especially black women because i feel and also she feels that we are the most taken advantage of in the workplace so she's doing that and i'm i'm happy for her so i can't wait for the second book to be released i'm not certain what the title is but this book was well written it was oddly well written but i'm not surprised because she's a she's a an educated woman she's a very smart woman so it was very well written i just think it was the story itself that dragged and became a rant at some point and as a form of complaining and the solutions were were barely there but in terms of the grammar everything else it was a very nice book i enjoyed the first half like i said because i could relate to it and i could understand where it was coming from but i was hoping for more solutions by the end and her solution was leaving her job so as a personal book like for usiklebolan it's amazing but as a read like as a reader who would like a nice story at the end or a solution at the end this was not it for me so i would give it a 3 out of 5 and i would recommend entry level people to read this so high school kids because i feel like also before you start a job we all glamorize how a job is going to be like we all glamorize ukuthi you know what i'm going to work hard and you know i'm going to be here in, in a certain age like when i'm 25 i'm going to be bowling i'm going to be wow this is a nice reality check i feel this is a nice reality check that i feel like youngins should read literally in high school university this is the best time to read this book because if you you incorporate 10 15 years in you already are aware of the challenges that she's facing in this book 
And because there are no solutions, by the time you're done reading it, it's just like, oh, you just pointed out something I was aware of. Now what? You know? Um, so I feel like maybe if you, you, you've been in corporate for like a good 10 to 15 years, this won't be a great read. But I am certain that the second book that she's writing is going to be because she is there now giving people techniques and ways how to improve themselves and how to um, make the best out of working in a, a very white and a very male corporate space. And um, I think that one will be more for that audience, the the older audience, the audience that's that's been in the corporate space for a while and, you know, struggling. I think our mental health is a mess because of work to top it off you have a job but you know you can barely pay your bills some people are in debt you you do have a job but it's almost like you have nothing to show for it you're just surviving with this job you're not thriving you're not succeeding you you're not traveling the world you're not you know you're not you're not driving a mercedes you're just there like literally you're just surviving off of this job and i feel like the second book will be well suited for an audience like myself and people who've been working in corporate for quite a while but i I like the fact that because it's such a like a like a wake-up call of some sort because it's that way if you feel like the corporate space is not your calling the best time to you know take a risk and move on the best time to you know push your passion and chase after your pipe dreams is when you're a tad bit younger when you don't have as many responsibilities as you normally do have at the age of like 30 or 40 like you have a car you have a bond you have 100 million children you have a spouse you have whatnots black tax never and never ends so while you're younger i feel like this is the best time to take risks in terms of work money and corporate and pushing your passion and whatnot so i love this for her the fact that she was able and she's she's in her 30s she's fairly young as well she's in her 30s and she has a child but i love this for her that she was able to write this book have it be a success and then move on from the corporate space because it was toxic for her so that's why i say her personal life for me is more interesting than what happened at work which is what she wrote about because her personal life is how she overcame it's how now she's living her best life it's how now she's a better mother because mentally she's in a good space and her mother as well her mother was very helpful in this book um her mother was very headstrong you know she was there for her every step of the way so i would like a bit of insight i know some people don't want to share their personal lives like that but i felt like that was more interesting than the actual book merely based on the fact that you know it was just there with no solutions but it's a beautiful read um it was a very beautiful and easy read i I think at just some point it became i don't know stagnant at some points you know I've, i've been saying this over and over again though um so yeah it's a it's a three for me but i actually really